Oh yeah, there were. So like the beginning of the so like the beginning of the stream was like hell. Uh, my DM not only got a new uh, microphone, she also got a new uh, computer. So the 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 day before the stream, she actually lost all of her sound setting files and like her maps and shit. Mm. And I actually ended up sending her a SATA to USB uh, adapter because she ripped out the guts of her old computer and still had the hard drive. So she had to manually, and she forgot to like export all the files, but where'd she go? So she had to like manually go grab it, like get like the program files. Like it was this weird complicated thing where we, we had to like reconstruct a fucking key for Sony Vegas, which was a whole complicated process. But basically the night before we had to get all our programs back, during the stream, um, I don't know what microphone she has, but if you peak or you're above a certain volume or above a certain, like, sound level, it actually cuts her off. So that was happening a lot during the stream. Mm. And then, like, Sony and, like, OBS was not picking up the, uh, audio, so she started freaking out, thinking the recording was messed up. So we had to stop and double-check all of that. And it turns out, like, because, like, the fucking microphone has this, like, automatic noise-gating thing, OBS doesn't recognize it. So, even oh. though it does, but it doesn't, like, tell you that it is. Um, so, uh, okay. it was a weird thing. But we kind of just powered through it. And once, like, we got the technical issues sorted out, we got to, like, play the game normally. And that shit was really fun i like i'm a player but like i got to dm for my dm and the rest of the party so we got to switch places mid game that shit was oh it was oh i wish i'm gonna ask my my dm for the recording but she went the extra mile and she actually made a player token for her character and she made a dm token for me actually let me show you like the dm sprites because like that because like those also like started talking uh gotta find it gotta find it like fucking look at this shit. This is this is what this is what evil cloudy the DM looks like as a sprite. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that that's pretty apt. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought evil cloudy was gonna look like. <laughs> oh, it was a good. It was a really fucking great game. Um, you know it's weird. I guess like since we're not streaming, streaming, this is just gonna be like a pre-record episode of the podcast. Uh. I don't know when we're starting or don't know when we're ending, but, like, we can start or do whatever, I guess. Uh, we'll figure it you, out. Do you have Audacity running? I've had, it, uh, I've had it running for, like, the last five minutes. All right. Well, I've also started recording, so I guess that we'll just, like, figure it out. Alrighty. Well, uh... Uh... I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really have, like, a topic set up because, like, the majority of last week has been, like, me trying to, like, get emotionally ready for my job which oh, yeah? yeah the job is fine it's just um sunday just had something really unfortunate happen uh oh, yeah? i wake i wake up at like 9 a.m and my phone is going off like crazy like i said like an alarm and i'm like what the fuck I, like i'm supposed to be sleeping i look at my phone and it says i get an alarm saying call your girlfriend and click here to call her and i'm like what the fuck and it's like my ex girlfriend's number. Apparently, what happened? Um, I used to I used to call her on her birthday every year when we were together, and we broke up like two years ago. And like my alerts went away when I got when I got a new phone. But this mm -hmm. is like my first year with like an Android phone. 
Apparently, the alert was saved to, like, my Google account, and I had no fucking idea. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, I did that, and I deleted it, and made sure it's off any fucking thing, but, like, waking up first thing in the morning fucking groggy if you had, like, a kind of a rough sleep, it's like, ah, ah, ha. So that and kind then, of unnerved. be reminded of your ex. It's just like, <laughs> basically. Uh, but that that was that that's like unnerved me for like the majority of the week. But like, I'm slowly living again. Uh, the work's fine. The work's easy. Like, I'm literally just taking the, like the morning for Wednesday off to do the podcast. Just because, I mean, oh, it's a part time gig, and I don't really oh, care. Is- <laughs> but hey, you oh, know, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I work from I work from home, so I can just do whatever. Oh, that's good. I thought it was like a a, a, a full time thing. Uh, it was supposed to be, but I didn't get hired for it. Oh. They they actually took me back as a contractor, and I'm like, all right, fine. And I decided Jump like, job. yeah. So it's like, okay, you want me to pay? You want me? You want to pay me for like half effort? I'll give you half effort then. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Anyway, so like I, I originally had like this plan of uh, so, so seeing that we are we are already like recording and we're going behind the curtain. Typically, the way that we do it is that we we discuss a little bit about like a certain topic that we want to start off with, but not if we're already running. I actually want to start to, uh, uh, like today's podcast off by by talking about something. Uh, which is completely out of left field. Oh, let's go. Do you know of mantis shrimps? Yes, those fuckers punch super good. They are the fucking coolest fucking thing in the entire world. They have like little re... Well, the, the way they explained it, apparently like there's a misconception where like they can see like a billion different colors more than we can. That's actually not entirely true. The idea is that, like, the way humans' eyes work, the their eye gradients, make, they can kind of see, like, a whole spectrum of light, whereas, mm-hmm. like, mantis strips have, like, an individual tube of light specific for every single color and shade. So, yeah, technically, so they have... Yeah, it's weird. I'm, I'm looking it up now. Apparently, they have 12 to 16 different color photoreceptors. Uh, that is three times more than a human. Yeah, but each one is for, like, an individual color. So, like, even though they have... You would think they have a wider spectrum, their eyes don't work the same way we do. At least I think that's what it is. But, like, that's not the coolest part. The coolest part is they punch good. And and ask me how good they punch. How good do they punch, Lasse? So a mantis shrimp can punch at the same velocity as a gunshot from a twenty-two caliber rifle. Their punch is so fast... That it results in cavitation bubbles. This is a superheated bubble and small flash of light, which for split seconds also generates temperatures of 4,400 C, which is nearly as hot as the sun in the surrounding water. See, mantis strips are kind of goat. The... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I I saw someone like uh, give weird animal facts, which is where I got the idea of like wanting to talk about uh, mantis shrimps. And he's just like, "This is God 
on LSD, just going, you know what would be fucking rad? (laughs) (laughs) No, that's basically what it is. Like, the coolest animal is just adorable little shrimp guy. God, I saw, like, a fucking... I think it was, like, a nature documentary. It was, like, a little clip on YouTube. It was, like, an octopus trying to fight a mantis shrimp, thinking, oh, hey, look at this little shrimp. I'm gonna just fucking eat him. And he's like, bitch, I'm just sitting here in my hole... Don't I'm you chilling. come even. I'm just I'm just chilling. You come in here, you about to catch these hands. Oh what I got like eight. Yeah, I got I got one and it's got you your name on it. My bitch. house This is my house He punched him so hard, I think he actually punched off a tentacle from the octopus, and I'm like, that's some anime shit. I love it. I uh, I first got introduced to Mantis Shrimps through that. Um, did you ever read or watch uh, Terra for Mars? I have not, but that sounds cool. But I, I think I think maybe I brought it up in one of the earlier podcasts, but um, it's not very good. <laughs> um, but so it's one of those things where ultimately it's not very good. It's actually kind of dog shit, but. There are certain elements of it that's the coolest thing ever. So the whole thing is that they just, like, everyone, uh, they go to Mars. Don't ask me why. They go to Mars, and all the soldiers there have the ability to infuse themselves with the cells of a, of an animal or an insect or something. And mm-hmm. then the cool part comes from them, like, taking these attributes from an animal and then dial it up to 11. And so they have this uh, this uh, ex boxer having a fight, and and he's been infused with the mantis shrimp. Oh, that guy's just basically Jesus now. Yeah, he's ba- he no. There's actually a different dude who is basically Jesus, but oh okay. Uh, um, because like he's also uh, his birthday is on the twenty fourth of December, and uh. Uh, he, and he dies for. His crewmates or something. Anyway, so the dude with the mantis shrimp powers is like obviously the whole thing then becomes we're gonna take the strength of a mantis shrimp and we're gonna dial it up to eleven to fit the size of a hu- of a normal human. So he fights this one dude and at at one point he finally gets a, a punch off because like this dude is just like he's super fast. So mm-hmm. he finally gets a hit in. And the cool thing is that at first it's just like this big fucking explosion when he and he punches the dude. And then the turbulence from the sheer force of the punch hits, and that's what throws the dude back into the wall. It's just like <laughs> that that is so fucking dumb cool. I love it. Like, uh, what I was expecting, if you dial up a mantis shrimp's punch up to 11, you just blow, like, you get one hit off, and you just, that, that your arm's just gone now. Yeah. You're, you're, you're basically just asking to be Saitama at that point. Yeah, basically. But it, like, again, the, uh, I think the, the reason why we, we uh, I feel like we talked about Terraformas before, but the reason why we probably did that is due to how poorly it was censored. Because they were just basically, like, at one point the, rib, uh, the enemy rips off the head of someone, and they're just standing with a fucking ball in their hand, like a black ball. Yeah. Because oh, they had to yeah, sense yeah. the head. I remember that, I remember us talking about that, the fucking cockroach man and that whole, the big ball. Yeah, exactly. That, that silly bullshit. Yeah. I, still haven't, I still haven't seen it yet. I still haven't done a lot of things, but... <laughs> It's, uh, again, 
It's not very good, but there are certain parts of it that's the hype shit ever. I can I can believe that. Um, I, also, the art is great. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I I remember the whole controversy going around, and I'm like, you know, the shading's really good, but whole the the big cockroach man. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, but uh, um, but like uh, I, the only the only reason I remember uh, mantis strips and like their their offshoots, well, not really offshoots, but like their their competitors or rivals, pistol shrimps, because uh, I watch Tier Zoo a lot. And it's just like a bunch of it's basically just a bunch of cool animal facts set with like fighting game terminology. It's great. <laughs> what what what's the frame data on a pistol shrimp? It's bullshit. They basically it's basically they they, they snap their claws and they ha- and they emit a shockwave so fast to concuss people or possibly pierce them if they're close enough. What Rain pistol look at pistol shrimps. They're fucking cool. How hot is the is the pistol shrimp? The internal low pressure causes water pulse that immobilizes prey with an associated noise of two hundred and eighteen decibel, which is louder than a bullet, and reportedly a temperature of four thousand eight hundred degrees centigrade, which is similar to the surface temperature of the sun, albeit over a very small area. Okay. So, uh, basically, I think at this point we can uh, confirm that uh, we need to nerf. <laughs> Mantis and pistol shrimps. No, what we need to do is we need to give them the ability to survive and grow to human size on land so they can become the dominant species. Because that's fucking rad. I think that's a li- like Okay, imagine, if you would, that mantis and pistol shrimps evolved into being like, like walking on two feet. And just coming up on land, and you cannot communicate with it. I think that would be like a horror movie, just it waiting to have it. Like That'd there's that one though. scene in there's that one scene in Friday the Thirteenth where Jason goes to New York, where there's like this boxer who's like, "Yeah, man, you're about to get these hands," and uh, Jason just uh, punches his head clean off. I feel oh, yeah, that I would that. that would I feel like that was going that would be a reality with this. Oh yeah, definitely. But it'd also be. But could you imagine eating one of those things? It'd be. I like don't know sh- if that would be delicious or disgusting. I imagine it'd be like any kind of shellfish, just more of it. It'd be like it'd be like if you had like if you ate a shrimp like you would eat a lobster is what I would imagine. Do, okay, have you ever like gone to a really fancy restaurant and gotten a lobster? I, where you I, ha- wh- I live where in, you get I, like I, you go ahead where you get like tools f- to do it like tools you had never seen in your life before I mean I I live in New England like lobsters run in my veins so <laughs> you know what so um I and my best friend his dad is a accountant and mm-hmm. so uh he has never been short of any uh, type of money and so one time i was hanging out with my friend and um he, he, his dad goes hey uh we're going over to one of my friends and we're having laughter less you're coming with okay so i i go there and this in it's this fucking condo near the fucking beach it's like the fucking 10 trillion dollars mansion kind of fucking thing mm-hmm. and so 
they serve us these uh, these giant lobsters, and I just get tools that I had never seen before. Like you get a special little fork thingy that you use to scoop out the meat of the claws or something. Yep, yep they they go right to the little the little little thingies at the, the when you like break open the claw you use a little fork to like p- pick and dig it out that, that's if you want to that's if you want to be civilized i will be, i will be straight up whenever i get a lobster in front of me i just bite through the shell and spit out the shell and i just suck out the meat oh so oh so you, you, you you're doing the real old school one where you just like slurp that shit uh, out from uh, with your mouth Basically, it's because, like, listen, like, you know, it's cool if you're in a really fine dining environment, if you want to be fancy and have fun with the tiny forks, but I'm just like, yo, I paid for this, this is fucking mine, and I'm gonna just bite. What is chitin? What is, like, what is, like, lobster armor, but, 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 like, fragile glass against my hands? It's, it's basically the plastic wrapping around a kinder egg. Basically, um, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I I just remember like I was so out of my depth there. Like I I had no idea how the hell to to eat this goddamn thing. I I felt like such a like I was well into my teens at this point. I was like, mm-hmm. can you cut it out for me? Because like I had no fucking idea. And my friend and his little brother and everyone around them were just like, oh, you just crack here, snap there, cut there, and all of a sudden you got all this meat. And I'm just like. I can I can I can take off the tail. That's about it. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I always love like arms and claws when it comes to like, eating a lobster. But like th- like those are my favorite. But that's also because like yeah, I don't have to worry about like cleaning the intestines. Because nothing mm. ruins your day more than an unwashed lobster. That's like my yeah. one thing I don't like about like shellfish. Uh, my but- uh, my 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 dad has uh, uh, my stepdad has a friend who is a fisherman. And so uh, he, we, we ate at his place at one point. And because he's a fisherman, he, you know, no one knows more about how cook, uh, to cook fish than a fisherman. Mm-hmm. And so what he did was that uh, he marinated the, um, the, the, the lobster in like some kind of um, garlic oil thingy. Mm-hmm. And then uh, grilled it to the point where you could eat it with the shell. Like the the, sh- the the shell was so um, soft, crispy, and so oh. uh, yeah, both soft and crispy. So it's like it it had that crunch, but not you know like not the durability that you you, you know. It, you could chew right through it like uh, like a chip or something like that. And uh, that is the best uh, shellfish I've ever had. I may be remembering this wrong. Because, like, it's been so long since I took, like, biochemistry, but, like, isn't, like, chitin basically some weird offshoot of sugar or some shit? I don't know. I'm trying to, like, uh, remember this. I, 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 surprisingly, I, I, like, I found that I know a surprising uh, lot about uh, human biology more than, uh, like, to the point where I'm like, is this not common sense? But when when it comes to animal biology or even fucking like food, mm-hmm. I don't fucking know anything. <laughs> like today at, at at lunch at work, you were like, "Hey, um, you think like can can you like 
cool this chicken down and have it on some uh, some toast tomorrow. And everyone was like, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe. Hold on, let me Google it. And I was just like, is it not just like do that? And no, apparently uh, you have to um, like you ha- you have to cook it over a certain degree to make sure that all the bacteria is gone from it, and yeah. then it's cool to to cool it down. But I was just like, well, why is this such a big issue? So uh, that's me being a dumb idiot at the age of 32. <laughs> it's a wonder I'm not dead yet. You know, it's one of those things where you just sit back and just like... <laughs> food is a weird thing. Like, uh, I, uh, the, the one thing I learned is like you can... like. Like, chicken is one of those, like, weird foods where that's, like, you gotta cook it really good because it's one of those foods that's, like, really easy to, like, be, like, a breeding ground for bacteria. But, like, things like uh, pork and beef, you can kind of get away with making it, like, rare, kind of pink in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. like pork, like, pork, like, it's just, it's just, just on the cusp of dangerous, but you'll be fine. Whereas, like, meat, you can kind of, like, I- I've seen somebody eat, like, ground beef raw. And I'm like, that I, I'm I wouldn't do that, but you know what? Okay, but like isn't you, the, yeah. isn't that like tartar or something? Yes, yes. Know. You'll that that's like steak tartar, and like that that you do have to, you do actually have to eat like raw, kind of like sushi. But like fucking ground beef from like a store that that's something I wouldn't do because like, mm-hmm. yeah. But I've seen people do it, and I'm like, okay. Also, I did Google it. Like, uh, chitin is apparently a um, offshoot derivative of glucose, and glucose being sugar. So yeah, no. Um, lobster shells are made of chitin, proteins, calcium, a bunch of other bullshit. So yeah, I can believe eating a lobster shell if you cook it hard enough. Yeah, oh, well, learn something new every day. Ah, oh, god. <laughs> I should I should like sit down and like do some studies on like like biochemistry because that was fun it was like math it, w- it was more math than it was like remembering shit for me so that was maybe that's why i liked it but anyway oh I lord ask like how, how the hell is math fun uh i have i i don't know how to like explain it but like i've told this like several times in the webcomic relief discord server but like i hate english very much so, at, to the point where I I go I will go through hoops to avoid like writing a single research paper, term paper, or like thesis paper. I would actually in high school, um, the the way it works is like there's like college prep, there's honors, and there's this AP level classes, and the way. Every time somebody had to do like a uh, a ter- a thesis paper, once like the college prep would do it for the first term, honors would do it for the second term, and then like uh, AP classes would do do it on the third term. So what I would do, I don't know how the fuck they let me do this, but I would jump between all the. You're supposed to stay in one of those three ranks for the entire year. I keep jumping up and down those ranks between honors, AP, and college prep constantly throughout the year to avoid doing a research paper and they just let me do it what the fuck yeah so i essentially went through my entire college career going between i'm a super genius at like english to like uh i don't know what an apple is and they just (laughs) let me go back and forth 
for the my, the entire of my high school career, and I never had to do a single English paper. Okay, okay, okay. I so now that we're talking, like now that we're outing ourselves in fucking school, I have a fucking story for you. Okay, so when I was in college, we were uh, I I studied uh, French. Um, yeah. And I cannot, for the life of me, speak French. And at the time, I was more interested in uh, girls, partying, and uh, drinks. Okay. And so uh, not a whole lot of uh, time was being spent on studying. So it was very much my own fault for not, like, learning. And so yeah. uh, this was before, like, like um, well, not, not before. This was, like, during the, the emergence of... Google Translate and it, you know, actually being worth a fuck because for the longest <laughs> time it was like very, very, very broken sentences. Like it, it, there wasn't no proper grammar or anything like that. Yep. And so um, when I came to the French exam, like the written French exam, uh, <laughs> and I don't know how it is for you guys, but... Uh, for us, we had to bring our computers into like a gym where they had filled the place up with with tables, and you then put it down, and then you have to write the the thing and then print it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, very dumb, but you know, it, it, that, that was the style at the time. I can like think and, of like three avenues of cheating just by that description. So go ahead. Yeah, but so they thought they were. Big fucking clever because they were like, ah, uh-huh, ah, uh-uh, no internet, so you can't use Google Translate, and so uh, they thought like they were hot shit, but I was hot as shit, because <laughs> what I did was that I had my laptop and I just downloaded a program onto the thing that could translate, not as good as Google Translate, but it was gonna get me where I needed to go. Yeah, and so and so, uh, I used that for my for my exam, and I remember my teacher was like, "How the fuck did you do this? Because this is pretty good, fucking good French, and you're fucking ass." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and sure enough, I passed the flying colors, but I cheated the fuck out of that exam. Ah, uh, that's oh, that's beautiful. Um, it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. It, it, it's, it's kind of weird. So, again, seeing that we're currently outing ourselves, uh, I damn near didn't pass college. Because mm-hmm. as I said at the time, I was focusing on everything but studying. Uh, and this was also during the time where I had just started the webcomic relief. So, mm-hmm. like, that was taking much, much, much more of, of my time and focus. Um so uh, I had this problem when I was going to college where I couldn't wake up in the morning. Like mm-hmm. every time that I uh, heard my alarm, I would just like turn it off and then I would sleep until the next one, which always meant that I would uh, skip the first classes. And the way that it works with college in Denmark is that you're basic, like you're in charge of showing up more or less uh, mm-hmm. until like a certain percentage of absence. So if, like, you miss a day or two or something, who gives a fuck? We're not going to check it. But if we can see a, like, returning pattern that you fail to show up, there's going to be repercussions. And so I ended up having to go up to... Uh, so 
the, one of the repercussions for not showing up is that you have to to uh, go up to the exam of every cl- every type of class that you have because you have not attended classes enough for them to give you like a a grade on how well you've been doing during those classes. Oh god. And so I had to do that, but I couldn't tell my family that I I I I had skipped out on so many classes. So I would sneak out up to school to do these things. Um and and uh, and do these um exams. Uh, I remember my uh geography class was super early in the morning so i had to like sneak out of my fucking bedroom window mm-hmm. which was on the second floor um to to get to my bike and then like ride to to school and then get back but then i realized like looking at the time like oh my mom is probably up by now uh, uh. so I, I i i had a fucking genius plan i, I went to the local bakery and I bought a loaf of bread, and then and then when I came home, and sure enough, my mom was up. She's like, "What are you doing up so early?" And I was like, "Oh, you're up. I wanted to surprise you with some freshly baked bread." Aww. <laughs> and she's like, "That's so nice of you." And she <laughs> that wasn't any of the wiser. Um, but the point of what of this story here was that I was uh, actually uh, so fucking close to not. Like graduating because oh, again God. my 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 grades were shit. The mm. only reason why I managed to pass is that I'm a fucking fiend at English, <laughs> and so I uh, I passed with the highest grades possible in uh, in my English classes because I started correcting uh, both the teacher and the uh, and the. I, I don't know how it is in, in America, but in Denmark you have a teacher and then you have like someone who comes from a different school, so there's no bias. And I managed to correct both of them in their English grammar. And they were like, well, you, you can't do better than fucking that. <laughs> uh, so, so that took my, um, my average and pumped that shit way up. And that was enough for me to pass. But if it hadn't been for that, I would not have passed college. God, that is like the opposite like thing for me because English was my downfall in my first run in college. Okay, uh, backtrack a little bit for me. Yeah. Because yeah. like I, I relate with this so fucking hard. Uh, the reason why like math works for me is because like even though even though like a lot the way people teach math is bullshit because they want you to do they don't want you to get the right answer they want you to get the answer their way. But I was, like, fortunate enough to have, like, a teacher who was, like, you know what? These books are bullshit. I under- I actually understand math. Here are all the ways you can go about it. As long as you can prove the answer is right, show, like, get it. I don't give a fuck how. And because of that, I can, like, like you, you kind of tend to see, like, uh, math is basically, the way, the way we understand it, just a bunch of, like, formulas and functions and shit that, like, we put into a machine and the, the things go out and it's always like a very repetitive this you're always going to get the same thing everything you put in and mm. it's the same thing with like programming it is a very predictable kind of fucking thing so that's like easy for me when i can think about it like that english was my fucking heinous bullshit because it's never how i interpret it 
It's always how the teacher wanted to be consistently. I always had to have a teacher who was like, the, the curtains are red because I think it believes this. Now you have to justify why I think of it like that. Oh, God. And that's been, like, my constant, like, that's been my experience with English. It's always I have to appeal to, like, what the way my teacher thinks. And it's always, and it's always been like that consistently. When I went, when I went through my first stint of college, uh, I got fucked big time because I got, they, I got put into the wrong section. I wanted to be computer science and then they put me in computer engineering. Those are two completely different subjects. One's actually programming, the other one's actually building the thing with like circuit boards and bullshit. Hmm. Anyway. And, and which one was it that you wanted? Uh, I wanted to do programming as a computer science. Because they offer, at the time, they offered a double major in computer science and computer animation, which was the only reason I went to that school. And even then, when I went, that program got discontinued. So so you, you wanted to do the one where, like, the programming and not the one where you built the computer. Exactly. Okay. Just yeah. making sure. Yeah. So basically, uh, I, I went to a college and, and they lied to me. But anyway, um... Two trimesters into the thing, they tell me that I'm not allowed to switch and take any of the classes I want to after spending like fifty thousand uh, dollars for already. And they told me, you know what we can do? We can make it so you take your entire career's worth of English credits in this one trimester, so you can, so you never have to do it ever again. And that sounds good to me because I'm dumb child cloudy. And they don't really, I don't really process into my head how stupid of a suggestion that is. Because they put me into like, like English 1, 2, and 3 simultaneously, so I can get the credits, as well as psychology, as well as, um, philosophy. So I'm taking all those classes simultaneously throughout the day, and not only like, is that hard to do? It's hard to even make it to the classes because, like, sometimes they would, like, overlap against each other. So I'd have to leave mid-class and go to another one. Like, even though I was in the wrong section, I had, like, a really good grade point average just because everything's all math. I had, like, a 3.5, like, which is, like, basically, like, mid-A level. Okay. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Then I go, and then, like, I go back and, like, I do all these English clashes. My grades drop down... To like a 1.7. So I'm basically... I went from like super good passing to super big failing. Failing so hard. Like you need a 2.0 you need a 2.0 average to stay at the college. So after like towards the end of it, I end up like getting ejected from the school. Because I actually... My grades were so low. Damn. So English was always my downfall. And you know that my, that issue... About fucking trying to appeal to the teacher's sensibilities. That, that's like super heightened when you go to college in America. Because the pe- uh, this is probably just my thing. Maybe, maybe it's just, I just have the worst luck in the world because I've had the worst English teachers in history consistently. But every single teacher I went to had so much fucking ego about how they want things to be interpreted, how they want it their way. They actually, I made, I was, I was crossing signals trying to please one teacher. I do, I do my best on this really good interpretation, but it's like, I was mixing, I forgot who was teaching the class and I gave it to the teachers like, oh, this is really well worded, but this isn't correct. So they failed the paper on me anyway. 
So it's one of those things where mission fails successfully. It basically, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I end up and I end up like, uh, and that's where I kind of got that thing where I pay, where I've been working like like a decade to pay off a fifty k debt for one year of college for credits that are untransferable. Might I add? Oh god. Yeah, so that was my shit. And then when I went back to like, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna get my associate's degree and do something." Uh, I had one English class I had to take, and thankfully it was it was uh, the teacher was kind enough that, that like she understood my situation, and I just ended up not doing a thesis paper on that, just because I just didn't have the ability to. But I was just so charismatic, she let me. So God bless her. <laughs> but oh, like, nice. but then like I had all these math classes and all these programming classes, and. Lasa, I cannot, I cannot stress this enough. They made me take remedial classes, despite the fact I had the credits for them. And they essentially, when they made me do that, they were just trying to squeeze the money out of me because I was, te- I was like the teacher's aide for the majority of those classes, unpaid because I already knew the material front to back. Oh. But I, but, but you know what? They they were everyone was skeptical of me. It's like, oh, this Cloudy has like a one point seven grade average. He's stupid. I end up like getting fourth highest in my like entire degree. Like that's at the college, just like moon, that's like when you just moonwalk out of the room with flipping the bird. I did that when I like quit my um deli job at Market Basket. Because <laughs> fuck them. Nice. Uh, but I, yeah, Ma- math comes weirdly naturally to me, and I can't really explain why, other than that it's easy to put together. I guess when it's when it when I'm not trying to appeal to somebody's ego, because I'm bad at that. But if you just give me like a solid problem, it is just it's just something I can just put together. English is so fucking hard, man. When I'm not allowed to be creative, we um so. I'm 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 sure that you know, but for anyone who who doesn't, uh, when I went to college, it was for uh, language and psychology, mm-hmm. and so uh, despite of that, our first um, first year of college, which is uh, three years, yeah. um, was uh, we we had to have math, and uh, I actually like I think it's boring when it gets like up like super advanced but i love math because it has strict rules like mm-hmm. it, the rules are like this and will never change no matter what whereas language it's like so uh it <laughs> is it, there are these rules for grammar until there isn't why exactly. isn't there who knows <laughs> that is there a thing called a money no but there is something called the money. We're like, okay, but uh, the the thing that you 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 were bringing up earlier about like you can come up with a solution, but it has to be in the way that the teacher wants it. Yeah. So uh, I I when I was younger, I struggled with percentage uh, because that mm-hmm. that had. Uh, when I used to learn about percentage uh, calculations, uh, I was uh, my, my my teacher uh, was at the mental institute because mm. she had gone insane. So there's a whole like seventy five percent of a school year 
that I haven't had when it came to math because they because for some reason my school just didn't want to find a replacement. So I never really <laughs> learned that, and so I was struggling a lot. And then uh, once I had passed the first year, uh, and we weren't going to have math anymore. I remember we were having like a, a graduation party at the at the college where I bumped into my math teacher and he was fucking he was drunk as shit. And then he uh, I remember I, I was getting a beer and we like talking to him about like, hey, man, um, thank you for, for everything this year. And I learned a lot. Um, <laughs> he fucking leans in and he kind of like whispers under his breath. Percentages are reversible. And then he peaced out. And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I found out. <laughs> and, and it fucking pisses me off. Because what is uh, 50% of 14? Easy. 7%. Seven. Yeah. But what is 14% of 50? I don't fucking know. I will tell you. It's 7%. Seven. Cause that shit is reversible. If I hadn't fucking known that, <laughs> shit would be fucking easier. Ah. <laughs> uh, don't you love math? It's it's just a black box. I spent so fucking long bending over backwards over a fucking calculator trying to figure this shit out. And it's that fucking easy. They're just fractions at the end of the day. Fuck you fractions. Just, like, you could just move you could just move the numbers around and you're gonna get the same shit. <laughs> oh. I'm so fucking pissed at that teacher now. But then again, um, he did he explain. It. He did, did tell you. He did tell me after I graduated. But he, to be to his credit, he he also had reasons to take the piss out of me. Because at one time during math class, I I had um, I had said out loud, louder than I thought it was, I want to shit the, uh, this guy in the mouth. Because ah! like not not the teacher, but some dude we were talking about, oh, and it, it it was so loud that everyone in the classes stopped what they were doing and looking at me like, no, it's because he's a, it's not a sexual thing. It's because he's a cunt. Like that's not the problem, Leslie. It's because you said you even said that mid class. I'm like, oh right. <laughs> you ever uh, you ever just say something and you're like, oh no, that was supposed to be in a thought bubble. Yeah, that, that was supposed to be my insight. Oh, I have the fucking worst case of that. <laughs> so so our biology teacher was oh like boy. a big lady. She was pretty fucking hefty. <laughs> and, there's no, and there's nothing wrong with being, you know, big. Um, some people are just, you know, built that way. But the, oh. the thing about her was that she, she kept talking about how she wanted to lose weight. And then she would steal stuff her fucking face with the fattest food she could get her hands on all the fucking time. Yeah. And so at one point, she had to get the uh, projector turned on because she had to show something on the whiteboard. Mm -hmm. And so um, w uh, and she was a person who liked to uh, be like, ah, I'm so funny, even though she wasn't. And then at one mm -hmm. point, she uh, uh, when she had to start this projector, she was going... Oh, and now I have to get up and, and, and turn this thing on. And again, this was supposed to be an inside voice, but it turned into a outside voice and became, yeah, God forbid you got some exercise, you fat cunt. Um, oh! 
that's the day that I found out that the principal at my college was actually a uh, black belt that uh, was attending the uh, karate team that I had started the week after. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, not proud of that, but uh, I I will also say uh, I I ended up like reaching out to him and be like, hey, yeah, um, that was not me. Like, I'm so fucking sorry. <laughs> That's in in if if our lives are all just comics, by God, co- like, like he comes to you. Meaning to put thought bubbles, but he always draws it as speech bubbles for some fucking reason. Yeah. Oh, I am sorry. That's awful. But, dude, the fucking teachers at my college were fucking wild, bro. My my French teacher. Uh, what, uh, so, um, after graduation, there's always the graduation party. And mm-hmm. for the uh, And for the most part, the teachers are allowed to attend. And so for when I finally like finished college, we had like this graduation party and my friend's teacher came over to me and she was drunk off her fucking tits. And she's like, Hey, you, you suck the French. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> and she's like, but I really enjoyed having you in my class. I'm like, Hey, yeah, you, you, you are a great teacher too. Uh, and then she like leans in like, I could teach you a lot about French. Oh. Uh. <laughs> now, I made it no secret. I'm into uh, uh, not mature women. Um, not her. <laughs> so uh, that was a, a negative uh, for me. Uh the another one was a fucking uh, history teacher. He he, he is, so I again. I don't know how how it is in in America, but in Denmark, uh, one of the teachers that you have for one to- uh, like topic mm. is going to be like in charge of your class. Yeah, like as a whole. And so our history teacher was also like the class representative teacher who. You know, every time, like, it's his job that everyone gets along in the class. Mm-hmm. And so, at one point, he uh, he has to grade us on our participation in history. And as I mentioned in my Like a Daisy video, I don't fucking care about history. I think it's the most boring shit ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we it came to the grades, he was like, okay, yeah, let's, so you're getting a, a, a an A. I'm like... Huh? I, I are you sure? And uh, he's like, yeah. Uh, you don't know fuck all about uh, history, but you're the guy who makes sure that everyone gets along in class. You're the funny guy. You lift the mood. And if you continue to do that, I'm gonna continue to give you good grades. You know what? Fair enough. <laughs> Man, I wish I could get by on, like, social standing like that. That's actually pretty cool. And that's pretty honest, honestly. (laughs) A little too honest for my liking. Like, oh, yeah, Les, you're fucking ass! (laughs) (laughs) But you're cool, though! 
Yeah. So take this A. <laughs> like, God, I I'm like the complete opposite with you. Like my entire experience with college was like I treated it like a job. It was just let's get this fucking bread at this point. I had no friends. I made I, I the only connection I made was like my sis my Cisco prep teacher. And the only reason we ended up bonding was because he had a little Raspberry Pi, which he had put like an emulator on it. So we kind of would spend time playing like Final Fight and Double Dragon. Yeah. Like during class. And it's fucking awesome. And we were like talking about, hey man, you know what would be fucking cool if I, I, I'm getting, I'm like planning to get this grant money and I'm going to buy some fucking VR headsets. I don't, I'm going to make a, I'm planning on making like a whole class around it. But really, it's just so I can get the so I can get like money from the college to play with these toys. And I'm like, man, that's cool. You should do that. That's so like, if you need any help, if like if you need like a teacher's aid, fucking just hit me up. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So we end up like cleaning out the fucking uh like all like the equipment and like end up selling it off. And then we have enough money for the VR headsets. And he like shows me this program and like how like hey, these are gonna make lessons planned. Like help me come up with topics. So I can bullshit my way to make this a class. Yeah. But, like, aside from, like, that one teacher, the entire time, I was, like, as antisocial as you could get. Like, I would just fucking... I'm just there to do my job, get my work done, and that was fucking it. And I just really did not want to be there. And I think everyone could tell that, too. Because, like, I... Because fucking... It was a pain in the ass. I did not have the luxury... To be, um, to like, you know, have fun at the college because I'm already saddled with a 50k debt from a college campus that like stole, like stole the money from me and like fucked me up to begin with. Actually, yeah. about that one last college, I want to tell you, I, I know I told this story before on like charity streams, but like my, I think like my, my best memory, um, walking home like from like after studying until like 2 a.m. in the morning and this guy comes up to me. And like with like hood like trying to like pedals like hey man do you want some coke and he like pulls out like a little like plastic baggie and it looks like fucking laundry detergent and i'm like out of my mind i'm exhausted like yeah sure i don't fucking care like how much is it is all i'll give you this whole bag for two hundred dollars and i'm like it takes me a minute to process and I start cussing the guy out really loud in English and in Spanish. Talking like, you're going to ask me, Mr. Broke-Ass Motherfucker, to pay $200 for drugs. I am eating water from the fucking water fountain for lunch seven days a week because I can't afford a noodle. And you're coming to me asking for $200 to eat a fucking dick. I think it got so loud, like a security guard was standing out and he was walking towards us. And a guy fucking, like... Peace the fuck out. Oh, no, really? <laughs> I love it. Uh, listen, like, I was I was just so out of my mind. I was so exhausted. Like, you're gonna ask, you're gonna take money from me after this college already took money? Fuck off, man. I should have took that fucking coke, though. I, I've dealt with worse thieves than you. I didn't, they're not even a thief. I just, like, told them off because I was just so fucking tired of this shit. But, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, <laughs> college is a thing, man. I wish I had a better experience, but I feel like, I, I can assume, I, like, everyone's experience is not mine. I feel like I just got a really bad luck of the draw. So just because I hate college, maybe you won't. 
to people yeah. who are listening. Go get your edumacation. Maybe you won't get, like, stabbed in the pants like I did. But you know what's fine? Like, I got after, after I got my associate's degree, I ended up getting, like, one job where I didn't even need the degree to begin with. But they let me in because I had it. And I ended up paying off, the, like, all of my student loans thanks to that one job. So that was good. That was gratifying. I was in a coma for, like, a couple months afterwards, but it was worth it. Yeah, I, I, I think, again, I think we've talked about that before, where we were just like, where the fuck is Cloudy? Oh, he's hibernating. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he's, he's, in his, he's in his Odin sleep. It's fine. Uh, but yeah, you... So, yeah, it, it's kind of wild how different you and me were. Like, you were hus- like uh, you were putting in that hustle when you uh, were, were studying and were, like, focusing on that rather than the people in your class or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I, I was the complete opposite. I, I could not care less about... Well, psychology I fucking loved. But I could not care less about the classes. What I really loved was just like the people within it, um, which I think also is like I I really found myself in college because I came yeah uh, you know before that I was at the school where I got bullied so I was just like you know what this is the time where we reinvo- reinvent the wheel where we reinvent lesser and so <laughs> I just decided hey you know what. I'm going to be the best me that I can fucking be. And uh, it turned out to, to, to work. So that was, uh, that was a good move on my part. I'm glad you did. Honestly, like honestly coming out of it, like you came out like a better person in general. I I feel like, like, um, not really like, okay. Okay. How do I put this? You seem like, way more sure of yourself and confident and well-rounded in general you feel like i feel like you're not you don't see yourself as like a caricature which is like indicative of somebody who um you know has to put on uh, who's like for like performers who have to like put on like a mask like show the public you feel a lot more like maybe not genuine is not the right word i'm trying to like find this my english vocabulary is ass but it's like (laughs) You feel more comfortable as yourself, is what I'm trying to say, since, like, coming out and getting your degree and all that. And I'm really proud to see that. Thank you. Uh, but that was, that was university. Uh, yeah, fair. And when, and, and when I was uh, there, I did what you also did, which was just hunger down, focus on the education, fuck the rest. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, but I, I, I think... Um, I don't actually know if I told the story before, but, like, the reason why... I. I think you and I, and maybe also Sag and Hayden, have, have had this discussion where it was like, I, I had to do something because I was having this kind of identity crisis where people were were seeing me as Risa. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to be Risa because Risa is his own, like he's me, but dialed up to 11. Yeah. And I, I realized like when I was hanging out with my ex-girlfriend and she would like ask for criticism on her art or something for the mo- like 80% of the time I would answer it like like me and be like yeah it's fine maybe I don't know maybe you like change a little hair but other than that it's fine and then the last 20% would be Risa and mm. Risa is the kind of guy who would fucking like this is the fuck like this looks fucking retarded what the hell are you doing like Cussing out, being 
like overly aggressive when there's really no need and all this stuff. And uh, I uh, I came to realize like how much that actually like hurt the people I was around. Like not just her, but I remember her specifically because she was the one who was like, you you you're kind of like Risa sometimes shows up and you need to like that's not who I want to talk with. I want to talk with you. Mm. And um, I also kind of found out that like when I was in calls or something with 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 people i'm not so much in calls anymore but when i when i was like hanging out in calls with with people from the discord or whatever i would have to kind of like and and again it wasn't a conscious decision but i would sometimes like put on this riser persona where i was like hey hey fuck you la 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 like high energy high like i, I was almost acting where I, like I'm, I'm i'm still like a very energetic and positive guy but there's there's still a, like a, a vast difference between me and Risa, and so mm-hmm. uh, like that's why like because you also addressed me as Risa for the longest time, and as time has gone on, you have started addressing me as Lesse instead, which I'm really thankful for, and that's also why like I like my name on Discord is Lesse parentheses Risa because I'm I'm not gonna play the Risa role all the time. It's exhausting and. That's not me. That's not who I am, and that's not what I stand for. And it's nice that I can every now and then dig out Riser for certain events. Like when I had to do the speech for my sister's wedding, I dug out Riser to put on this cocksure, confident, funny, charismatic guy. And then once it was over, I I talked Riser back again, and I was the qu- uh, calm, quiet, and and friendly me that that i i am and so people need to realize that riser is absolutely 100 percent a persona and it took me ages to figure that out <laughs> because when i when I, like when i was just starting doing start doing uh youtube riser was me like that was me doing my my college years that was that was 100 percent me and i and then he kind of like took his own like a life of his own mm-hmm. and i wasn't conscious about that change uh until like it was pointed out to me so i'm i'm happy now that i can be more myself i can be i can uh i think it's like a danish term but i can rest more within myself like i can be happy and and content with who i am rather than put on a role no, that's a sentiment that makes a lot of sense. So, like, I I can get that a lot. Yeah. The so, thing with... Uh, oh, go ahead. Go no, no, uh, you go. No, uh, I, I was kind of, like, going to jump on that topic as well. Because I think it's interesting. Uh, me me, and Emily, like, go into calls on the webcom reliefs, like, a lot. Mainly, mainly just to like shoot the shit. Mainly because it's good background noise for the people who can do it. I wish, for a, which, quick tangent. I wish, I fucking wish I can work when during calls, but I can't because like ADHD is bullshit. But like, you you can definitely see this atmosphere with a lot of people who want to have someone they can look up to and find like advice or be like. They're basically their Google, their essential Google for like instant advice for when you need it because they think of you as trusted source. Even if you don't see yourself as that, you kind of have that like, not air of authority, but like, 
People just look yeah, up to if, me. That's just... if, if there's one thing I don't have, it's a fucking alpha for it. But but no, it's there's I think there's like a thing where even it, whether you are riser or not riser, they still look up to you as like someone whose opinions are really good when it comes to this subject matter. You have a whole show dedicated around it. And I know it's because you do you do make it the show with the intent of actually trying to help people, which is amazing. But like you also have like the people who will come up to you and ask you for things for the ideas like hey man uh how what what is this like uh, here's my story is it a good idea or what's like how do i improve so and so and it's like when you when you when you when people look up to you as like the your opinions matter on this thing it can feel really exhausting that you're just you just want to be you just want to be there to hang out shoot the shit but then they don't see you as you. They see you as like what you what your advice can provide. Yeah. And a uh, quick tangent again, because I can't fucking keep my ideas straight. <laughs> uh, for people who want to look for advice who are listening to this, I'm gonna give you the best advice right now. Do not ask anybody if this is okay. And I don't mean like asking for like approval or asking for like. Um, or like asking if something's like it's gonna get you canceled or whatever. When I say if this is okay, don't ask somebody to if this uh, if this is a good idea, because I can guarantee you, from the bottom of my heart, whenever you ask that question, you are wasting everyone's time, especially your own, because like uh, like aside from like that one guy. Who was, like, doing... Who was asking about, like, is hypnosis rape on the server? Which was fucking weird. Oh, God, yeah. Aside from, like, that, which should be, like, inherently obvious, where if you have to ask that question and you don't automatically know it's a bad idea, there's something wrong with you specifically. Aside from, like, that extreme case, every idea you ask, we're not going to know if it's a good idea until it's in front of us. Until we, we can't, we cannot think of an idea as inherently good or bad until we see how it's executed. Because, like, uh, uh, just off the top of my head, One Punch Man, a story where a guy who beats everything with one single punch. You think, like, you just say it like that, that premise sounds so fucking boring. It's like the height of unoriginality, uncreativity, and then you actually read it, and it's like, why is this shit good? Why do I, mmm, man, I feel so bad for Zaitana, I want him to have a win that matters. And it's, like, weird, and you see that, and then, like, besides that, there's, like, all this other shit surrounding it. If you just say an idea or just come up with, like, an elevator pitch, you're not going to get an indication of how good or bad something is. No. It needs to be fucking out there. And I know people have this idea when it comes to making their work. They just want to come up with ideas and sell it off and have their, like, creations made. And they think that's just how it works. That's especially being, like, the animation industry. They think it's just, I have an idea. Let's just make it happen. It's never that fucking easy. Something's good because somebody made it good. Uh, this comes up a lot in um, in the calls, uh, like a Vivzy Pop shit, uh, like a hell of a boss and has uh, and has been hotel. 
Uh, I only started watching Hell of a Boss because I watched it with, like, a friend during, like, a Discord call. And, like, that shit's good, I guess. But it's fun to watch. Uh, I don't care one way or the other. And people either have this weird, like, they have this weird fucking mentality surrounding that show because it's, like, something made on the internet. They either shit on it specifically because it's not on a major cable program, or they, like think it's so fucking easy to do just because it's on the internet. The shit to get this thing together is crazy. Like, there's a lot of work to put into it. Like, there was a time where they actually, like, put out episodes monthly. The show's quality ended up getting worse and worse. And then they had, like, a whole hiatus for, like, a couple months. And then they came up with a new episode. And suddenly it's the best fucking thing anyone's ever seen. Because they had the time to put into it to make it good. I genuinely think that... When you, when you like, boil down an idea to good or bad is such a disservice to everyone, especially the person asking that question, because you're missing the fucking point half the time. I think yeah. whenever you ask for advice and whenever you try to seek out advice from somebody you, like, admire, ask them to help you constructively. Ask for criticism that's going to help you advance because if you're just asking, if you're just seeking out validation, you are doing a disservice to everyone, especially you. Because you're just, all that time you're seeking out, trying to get head pats, you're kind of just like, you couldn't be working, bro. You could be getting this bread. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's something I had to get off after like yeah. a lot of calls where like, the idea is good, just fucking do it. You know, uh, I will also say like a like a tag on to that, uh, and that is ask for suggestions or advice or something. D- don't fucking try and be cute about it, or not, oh yeah, or, or not even like doing that. So I'm gonna put this person on blast. I'm not gonna name any names, but there's this person who, for almost half a year straight at this point, has with random intervals, not written anything to me just sent me pieces of art that they've been working on they don't say hi they have never asked how i'm doing and they don't go hey can you like hey what do you think i could improve about this all they do is that they send me this piece of work and nothing else and i know what they want they want me to you know give feedback but I'm not a fucking machine. Say hi. Ask for criticism. Do f- anything more than just, just post stuff. And along with that, there's also don't try and be cute about it. It's way like no one is ever confused when you're doing that shit. If you want criticism, ask for criticism or feedback or anything. Don't be like, oh, my art is so bad. And then hope that someone is going to be like, no, what are you talking about? It's great. Fuck you. No one fucking buys that shit. Everyone and their mom knows that when you start like posting something and go like, oh, this is bad. Everyone knows that what you really just want is someone to go, no. If you want feedback, ask for feedback. Don't just like, hey, you want to see this this, this thing that... Okay, got to put another person on blast. <laughs> Cloudy, you and I, we've been talking about this person a little bit. 
don't post something and go, yeah, oh wow, isn't this horrible? And then oh, yeah. keep posting it. Like, fucking own it, bro. <laughs> Just, no, I, I agree. And it gets under my goddamn skin. It is... Oh, lordy. Listen. Listen. I understand. There, are, You can have legitimate reasons to be, like, sad and, like, in maybe you have low self-esteem. Especially when it comes to your work. I get it. It's a very hard thing to do. At the same time, it is grossly obvious when you have people trying to fish for a pity like that. Yeah. It, it's grating. It wastes everyone's time. And we know exactly what you're doing. It's so fucking transparent when you go into a call and just go oh, I guess no one's listening to me anymore oh well I made a thing but I guess no one wants to see it, it no is... you're fucking right we don't when you're acting like that you bitch basically yeah like <laughs> no like uh, I, I will say this I, I recently banned somebody from the server because they they, they had this they, they got drunk off this entitlement where they think that just because they're sad, they can get whatever they want. Uh, there was a point where they were like not only being horribly, uh, they were being horribly. Uh, oh, I'm trying to find like a, a, a nice proper term. Bigoted. Bigoted. Yes, they were being like bigoted towards like another of our members, thinking they had a right to it, while talking about their own sadness as if they outweighed them, despite them being a bigot to their fucking face. And when called out on it, it's like, that's just how this server is. And I got, and when I found that out, I got so fucking pissed. Because who the fuck do you think you are going in, getting sad and uh, fishing for head pats? And you think that just because you can, you think that's acceptable behavior. Like, th there's, there's a fine line between... Being cordial, being polite, and then just being a complete fucking asshole. Absolutely. And I hate that. I hate that like attitude more than anything. Just because, like, it's we we will do our best to be supportive. We will do our best to give criticism when asked, but don't expect it as if it's like a right you deserve. Because, no. like, golden rule: treat other people the way you want to be treated. If you want to be a fucking dick, we gonna treat you like a fucking dick. Yeah. Like if you want, if you want to get better, show you want to get better. Be like, hey, I don't feel confident. You can say that. You can totally be unconfident, but then show it, and we will fucking praise you for it. Just yeah. have just, you know, try. I go ahead, Lassa. No, I did. Uh, I, I I I agree. It's it like it, it if you want, it's one of the most um, common things in the art world to want to uh, like to get that boost, that uh, that uh, like yeah, that head pad. So like if if you feel like that's what you need, there's no shame in like going. Hey, can uh, like can anyone tell me what I did right in this thing? Because I could really use that boost or something like that. I don't think you're gonna find any artist or anyone whose opinion really matters who's gonna be like, "Lord, you're asking for for positive feedback. What a loser!" No one's like that. Well, there are people who are like that because they they're like they're edgy. they're edgy. 
but there are absolutely people like the people who who uh, who really matters will absolutely like understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it doing the whole thing, song and dance where you're like, oh, no one likes me. Oh, oh my uh, my art is so trash. It is disingenuous and like you say, Cloudy is wasting everyone's time. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say there's a time and place for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember there was one point where me and Bonsai we were playing. But by, by the way, this is no criticism to the guy. It's a like that dude probably didn't know, uh, like had no way of knowing. But me and Bonsai we were playing Apex Legends, and all of a sudden this guy comes in. Nice guy, by the way. It comes in and is like, "Hey, yeah." Uh, remember in your Archmage review where you said uh, uh, the thing about um, a pentagram is actually this, and the reason why it's a pentagram is this, 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 and I'm like, dude, I'm off the clock. Like, I'm I'm playing a video <laughs> game with my friend here. Like, <laughs> like, please let 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 me exist outside of my videos. Uh, again, it, it was actually like really fascinating information that he gave me. Um, and again, I have no, no no negative thing to say about the guy. It's it's just that like uh, there's a time and place for everything. If we're talking about, and I know that that bigger uh, guy you were talking about earlier also would do this. Like if you're talking about a or like oh hey, did you see uh, that new mo- uh, that new Suicide Squad? Wow, it sure is a good movie. And then all of a sudden, hey, you want to see my art? And like. Oh. We'll get to that. Like, bro, <laughs> the, the, there's a time and place. And and I understand that some people who are not usually uh, communicating a lot with people through voice chat, maybe they're more used to communicating through text, don't really understand that, you know, the, the social norm of, hey, maybe shut the fuck up until it becomes your turn or that... Uh, this topic arises. Uh, maybe do that. I don't know. Uh, it, like common courtesy is like the best thing you can do to somebody. Just be like, hey, it. Uh, I, 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 if it's all right, like at some point, can I talk about my thing? That's fine, but don't just like barge your way and shoehorn yourself into a conversation. It's rude. Ah, hmm. uh, I do find that like weird and fascinating, like that. Explaining the pentagram thing, because like some, because like when when it's like when it's like cool offhand trivia, and they're not being like a complete dick about it, like oh actually, um actually, blah, 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 blah. but it's like if it's like that, like I I wouldn't mind so much, and I get like not wanting to be on the clock all the time, but it's like God when you're trying to like steer the conversation directly to you and just be like, it's I think the uh, sorry. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. That's all. I, 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 I think, like, again, I don't recall because, again, I was playing Apex. But I, I think I remember that the whole pentagram is that the star is symbolizing Jesus Christ as he's being crucified or something. Yeah. Uh, I am not entirely sure uh, how, but uh, that was the thing I was told. And when I was told, I remember it was pretty cool. Uh, don't know. Uh, don't remember it, though. Um, but yeah. Uh, 
time and place for everything and have some common courtesy. This, uh, like ultimately, when you actually think about it, when you ask for feedback, you're asking someone for a favor. And so if you ask for a favor by demanding it or by jamming it into someone's face, you wouldn't do that, would you? Like, I'm not going to fucking kick your door down and be like, hey, man, do you want to help me change my tires on my car? Like, no, you ask, hey, bro, um, I got some new tires from my car. You want to help fix it? Like, like, exactly. it's It's a request. It's not a fucking order. Mom, get the fuck out of my room! I'm playing Minecraft! Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> it's just... Man. Ugh, just people, 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 listen. Just be cool. Be cool. Everybody be cool. That's all Everybody we want. be cool. <laughs> uh, I don't know how we got here, because we started this conversation off with mantis shrimps. Yeah... I mean, like that, that that's both the beauty and the curse of this podcast is that uh, the first one or two episodes, we we legit had like a, a structure to a thing, but it was because like we were trying to kind of copy off of Super Best Friends where like, hey, we have a docket of topics that we need to cover uh, of things that has happened during the week. Uh, but now uh, as we've progressed, it has become more like, hey, we have this one topic that is sometimes pertaining to what has happened during the week, but ultimately it's just something that we want to discuss. Uh, we didn't have that for for today. Yeah, I think like, God, like, I mean, there's, I mean, there's like world politics stuff going on, but like, I don't want to talk about that. I what I can talk about, actually, is Ooh. why we are not streaming this today. Oh, oh yeah, that's a reason. That, that, we're an hour into the podcast and we haven't even talked about that. Yeah, so, uh, hi guys, in case you're wondering why we're not streaming it today, it's because uh, we, fi- uh, we found out uh, during the day that uh, there's a blackout on Twitch today because people are uh, protesting against Twitch uh, due to, uh, there's being like, there's a whole bunch of of uh, hate rates going on where... Uh, but I'm going to different channels and just spamming all sorts of slurs and profanities and all this shit. Um, and, uh, and it's coming from like a hundred different sources. So, uh, people obviously reached out to Twitch and Twitch's response was the most tone deaf thing ever, uh, as it always is, which was something like just ban them or ban those words. Now, the problem is, that, again, this is coming from, like, a hundred different fucking bots that just, like, mm-hmm. invade the stream and just start spamming this shit. But also, the things that they're, sp- they're spamming are, like, uh, you know, like, it's not all... Like, for example, if you say uh, noob, sometimes you do so where you replace the O's with zeros. Yeah. So it's like that where they're, like, replacing certain letters with certain symbols or something to get around this. And there was actually a engineer or something that uh, made a script to test how many times you uh, you could get a word that looked like a slur um, using just symbols and like different variations of of letters and stuff. And mm. just for this one word, he came up with two point three million uh, results. So it's not just something that you can block. 
um, which uh, which is a huge issue. So that's why uh, everyone and the mom who is a steady streamer or work uh, on Twitch or whatever uh, has decided that today to really just uh, twist the balls on Twitch has decided to go, we're not going to stream today. And even though this is not a an issue that we have had, uh, neither on this uh, podcast nor on my personal streams, uh, it still felt wrong to then go ahead and stream when we instead can be like, you know what, actually we support the fact that we don't want hate rates like this to exist. So that's why we're not streaming it today. It's good to do it in solidarity. And like... <sighs> It still baffles me that, like, PogChamp got, like, changed because uh, Gutex said something really fucking tone-deaf or stupid or whatever. Dude, and, like, uh, I don't even remember what happened. It has something to do with the whole, like, uh, <laughs> I was about to call it siege. Uh, the whole thing where people, like, stormed the capital. Uh, oh, oh, some- oh, yeah, that thing. That where thing. someone oh, died. Yeah. But yeah, but, but the thing about Gutex is that... Uh, He's fucking crazy. Like, that one message that got him banned or whatever, that was, uh, like, it was very politically charged. So I think oh, that's okay. why, it, like, it, it, it had its, um, like, the effect that it had. But, uh, Gutex, uh, ever since, uh, for those of you who don't know, Gutex is a, a former, um, I, oh, I actually don't know if he's former. He's still does some content for fighting games or whatever Mm -hmm. but uh, he used to be on the show with a guy called mike ross where they would basically just like every week they would post up a video where they just sit down and take some online matches and it was really great fun because him and mike ross were kind of like bouncing off of each other but mike ross decided he wanted nothing more to do with fighting games because uh he was not happy with the way that uh, things were going with it turning too much into like esports and stuff where mm. it lost that ghetto feeling that we know from the arcades and stuff uh so it ended up just being gutex doing his own thing and uh, that quickly lost his charm and uh gutex is uh, f- like when I found out about this was when he was starting to go off the deep end with this, where he was like, actually COVID is a conspiracy made by the government so that they can change the fucking batteries off of pigeons um, <laughs> um, that they use to monitor the people who know, uh, who actually know the truth that the earth is flat so they can send the assassins to get them so they can throw them off the edge of the earth. Like, it, we, we, that was the amount of like, like the beginning of how crazy some of the shit that Gutex was honest to God believing in, and so uh, like it's good, it's when, good to finally when, have context on this. Dude, oh my God, uh, dude, he was like he was fucking wild. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, there was a girl who was one of the people who were. Um, I'm trying to choose my... There's not. There's no meaning behind my choice of words here. It's just the best word I could come up with. But attack the capital. Uh, one of the uh, there was one of those who uh, unfortunately died. Oh, yeah. And and uh, Gutex was making something about that, and so that's why Park Cham got banned. Um, okay, that makes sense now. I because the I only heard all this by like third hand, so I had no idea what the hell was going on. I like 
I don't I don't recall what it was that he wrote, but I'm of the opinion that I think like the the Park Champ was not him anymore. It was a symbol known on Twitch. So I I'm I, I'm sad to that we, we don't get the Park Champ anymore. Um but you know, ultimately not my decision. But it's kind of weird how they can be so quick to change that. But the moment that we have fucking hate rates like this, it's like, I just banned them. Yeah. Uh, motherfucker what? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was the thing I was trying to bring up. Like, that thing was handled within, like, less than a week. They had, like, weekly different changes for pod. They implemented different pods every week for, like, different casters and shit. Dude, and they like, were fucking... They were amending this while people were still cleaning up the fucking capital. Like... Yeah. And I'm like, like this is... Go on. No, I was like, uh, we almost got hate-rated during our during our stream yesterday. Like, we were playing just D&D. Uh, there was this, like, we didn't notice this until, like, immediately, but, like, we had, like, three new follows. And we found out, like, the accounts were made five minutes prior to them following. And then our mod, who is our, also our fairy barbarian in the, in the game, like, quickly just banned all of them. And he was like, no, 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 we're not doing this today. But, like, we were, we're, like, a small channel of, like, me- less than 100 followers, and, like, we only had six people watching at the time, and four of them were the party. And it's, like, fucking... Fix your goddamn site! I think I have only ever bumped into one cunt uh, on Twitch. So I've been, like... But I, I'm the type of person I could get along with most people. But I remember this guy. He came in, and I was—I think I was playing. I think I was playing Berserk, like the, that that Muso game, like the like yeah, Dynasty yeah, yeah, Warriors yeah. kind of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was playing some music. This was before the whole like DMCA fucking takedown thing on on Twitch. So I was like playing uh, a bunch of different music, and he. Um, he came in and we were like, man, you, your music taste sucks. They're like, yeah, okay, bro. It's, it's not for everyone. And then uh, he's like, no, man, but I work with music. So, <laughs> uh, so I know that your music sucks. That's like the worst fucking appeal to authority ever. Ben Shapiro did that when he said a rap isn't music. My dad isn't music. I, he knows better. And, and and at the time I was working in nondescript video game company and uh I, and I was just like yeah I work with people and I can tell that you're a cunt like like it, it was it, like, it was so fu- I wonder like I legitimately wonder who the fuck just decides I'm gonna go in here and I'm gonna bitch like uh, I, and, and I know, like, I'm, I, I, I have my fucking entire show where it's like, I'm going to find this comic, and if it's ass, I'm going to tear it to pieces. I, I get that there's some, side of, uh, some kind of uh, hypocrisy here, but at the same time, it's like, I'm trying to make that informative to help other people. But when the fuck do you, like, where I- exactly is the enjoyment of going into someone's stream or video or what or or art piece or something and just go you're a bitch like do you like I, like I, I i even as a former bully victim i can totally see 
I don't agree with it, but I can totally see why people uh, enjoy bullying because sometimes you can make a good joke on someone else's expense, and that is very unfortunate. But like, so, like I can I can get why people are doing that because ha 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 we are having fun. Your life is ass, but we are having fun. But going into someone and just say you're a bitch or like just insulting someone is like where is the enjoyment there? Where do you get that kick of endorphins or or whatever that makes you happy? Like, where does that come from? Comes from being a bitch, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> Bro. I, like, I have to wonder when it's some people who would go into a server and, like, be dedicating, be like, oh, you're all a bunch of simps and fools and... You, the thing you like is dumb. Debate me, bro. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. <laughs> I thought about that the other day. And I'm just like, what kind of balls do you have to have to like do that? Do you think you're right? Do you think you're clever? You think... Like, trying to tell people the thing they like sucks and they suck because they like thing is like the most meaningless drivel you could ever come up with. Like, imagine if I went into the fucking Kingdom Hearts Discord and was just like, all of you people are the most dumb people in the world because your video game is the poo-poo pee-pee bad game. <laughs> like, what would that... I can't, Like, am I honestly thinking that I, me doing that is going to make someone go, you know what? Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, like, go to, like, the, the biggest extreme. But even then, that doesn't work. So, imagine you find a pedophile server, then you join it, and you said, you all are bad people who kill yourselves. Two things with that. One, how'd you find a pedophile server? Two, why the fuck did you join it, and why are you not reporting it immediately? I guess that's three. Because it's Easy. like I went on Twitter. I went on Twitter, <laughs> and I and I and I went on Pornhub and checked if this tag was blocked. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just no. I I I guess I'm at an like I uh, I I wrote on Twitter uh, the other week that uh, I I think I reached the point now. Where it's like, I don't care. It's like, hey, uh, like me, me going, hey, I actually don't like, like Final Fantasy VIII was okay at best. And then you have people go, actually, it's yada, 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 yada. And like, I don't care. What, yeah. Yeah, you know what? Sure. It's the best game ever. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I, like, I've reached the point, I don't fucking care. Who the fuck has time to discuss? Like, who the fuck has time to discuss shit like this? Hey, Metal Gear is the worst video game ever. You, you know what? Yeah, probably. Like, <laughs> I don't care. I, I don't fucking care. I'm gonna enjoy it no matter what. But like, uh, oh really? You don't like it? That uh, that sucks. Yes. You know what? That's fucking terrible. Like, I don't care. I. I, 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 I Again, this is going to be the first time that I'm repeating this quote, but it's one that I have really started living by. And that is, 
I can barely fucking figure out my own life. How the fuck would, would I have the time to worry about others? Exactly. And it all comes down to that. Like, you don't need to police somebody for liking a thing. No. Especially when it's like media, harmless media meant to sell product or harmless media meant to tell a story. Just let them like their dumb shit. It's not that big of a deal, bro. Like, I uh, I remember this especially came up when I was like, I, I don't like the death of Aerith in, in Final Fantasy VII. I think like a lot could have been done with the tools that were to, at, at hand at the time. To make that scene better. I do understand why it had to happen. And I'm not ab- opposed to the idea of her uh, of Aerith dying. In fact I think it's really cool. But it is what it is. And I got a lot of fucking shit for that. And, and it's like who cares. Random guy online. Doesn't like this one part of a video game from 1997. Like. Who cares? I think it it's just like really d- dumb mentality that like as much as I hate the people who like come in and go on to bully, I think I can understand why they say go in and say stupid shit because there is a there's this like mentality when someone has like something they really love or like a piece of media that they grew up with, they become like attached to it to a point where it becomes like an I- like an identity. Like yeah. this is kind of where like fandom culture comes in, and it's like why I try my best not to engage in any part of it. Because when you get to a point where you take like media, a story that isn't even your own, and you identify it so much that you hold it so close to you, it becomes a part of your identity of who you are. When someone attacks it you have this, like, connection in your brain. It's like, they're attacking this thing. This means they're attacking you personally. Which, it should never be like that. But, like, whatever the circumstances that made you get to that, that should never be a thing. And, but, like, you're always gonna have those people, like, oh, let's make fun of these people who are deranged who like this thing so much. But they're the ones being, like, just as fucking sad because they're doing this whole inane bullshit wasting everyone's time. Well, you could just so easily be like, okay, sure. I remember there was a dude, and uh, I'm, uh, I would actually like to think that I was personal friends with this guy. I've, I did think he, he's incredibly cool, um, but there was a time where he joined the the Discord, and he was very, very, very into Nia. And I obviously am not the biggest fan of Nia. Uh, yeah. That would be uh, sad to say. But... Yeah. Um, he 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 was talking about like Nia Automata had come out at this point, and he was talking about how two B's design in that game was was really good, and I'm like it is, and he's like it's so much better than Quiet from Metal Gear Solid Five, and uh, again I have a lot of respect for the for this person. It's by no means uh, an attack on this person, but you could tell. With that specific comparison, that this was a like my the thing I like is better than the thing that you like. Like it was targeted towards me. Like why else would you make a fucking comparison with quite like it's com- 
completely different ga- games and and universes and stuff like that. And yeah. and uh, the I I notice even more because like then the conversation continued to be like comparisons between Metal Gear and and the Automata, and it's one of the things where like I don't think you you like you're having the effect that you think you are having because uh. I have long since realized that uh, that the things that I like are not things that everyone is gonna like like. Even I can go, who the fuck wants to play a video game where you sit for an hour and a half and watch a cutscene? Me? But I understand why why other people wouldn't. But, like, you're not gonna hurt me by talking shit about the thing that I like. Because I'm gonna like it anyway. And uh, I I realized that that is not something that everyone has. Like you said, it becomes their identity. And I feel like I, as a reviewer, I have seen that a lot, especially with furry stuff. When mm-hmm. it has come to uh, furry stuff and weep stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two <laughs> oh, specifically yeah. are like 99% the, the, the audience's personality. When I go and I talk shit about Andrew Dobson... And his fucking comic. No one bets an eye. I am being heralded for, oh, he did the good thing. He said the thing right. He dunked on the fat man who, who, it tells, pe- who, who tells lies all the time. And I then make a fucking uh, video about uh, house pets. Uh. And people flip their f- Fucking and it's not even me going in. It's me going. This is fine. It's not the best thing in the world, but it's fine. And people lose their goddamn mind. I then re- go and review Tower of God, and we all know how that fucking went. People lost. I got a fucking Reddit mod on my shit. People lose their fucking mind. <laughs> Why? Well, it's because either you like. Uh, oh, it, I, I stand Korean stuff or, um, uh, I, I identify with, with this crocodile who says turtle a lot. Or actually, I'm a furry and if you don't like, uh, the furry stuff, then, uh, we're gonna fucking, uh, kill you. Which, I, the only community I've gotten death threats from are the furries and I think that's funny. <laughs> Oh, I remember, I remember, I remember the one guy who wanted to, like, go, like, fly to Denmark. <laughs> like, took a shit on your, or, like, find your house and, like, try to do a death threat. And I'm like, it was, I think it was, it was either Las Lindas or it was, like, House I think it was, I think it was Las Lindas. God, people are wild, man. Like, it's, like, why? I'm talking shit about a comic. I have not mentioned any people or anything. I'm just talking about the comic. Maybe, oh, oh not maybe. I definitely threw some insults at the creator's way, but that, not about them as people, but as their abilities or, or as creators. Yeah. Like, I'm not fucking, like, when the fuck did I, who are you? 
I don't know you. I never mentioned you. I never addressed anything that involves you. Just like I get have, wanting to have like a cherished piece of media, one that you love so goddamn dearly. But it's like at the same time, just it's not that important. You can move on to something else. Like it's like yeah, no, no one's, no one's get. There's, there's, there will never be the perfect media that everybody likes because contrarians exist. But like everything, the, the the reason we don't have that is because is so we can have all these fucking stories. That's why we can have shit going wild in one direction. Because even though there's gonna be, there's always gonna be someone who hates it. There's also going to be someone who loves it too. Absolutely. People who will love it a lot. And I think that's a very comforting thought. Uh, like, I'm going. So, no, but like, uh, the, but the point I'm trying to get is like, bros, guys, it doesn't, it shouldn't fucking matter this much. Like, don't, don't take something that you didn't make specifically and just like make it your, and like make that your whole image. It doesn't have to be that way. Like, no. bro. Really don't. It's not I, that important. I I remember one of the comments, and I and I will. I think I featured it in one of my videos. But <laughs> one of my favorite comments for the Les Linders thing was a dude who was like, "Dude, if you said that to the face of of like Minos or Miles, they would kick the shit out of you." And I'm just like, they're not real, bro. Like, at best, they're like two inches tall because they only exist on a piece of paper i think i can take them (laughs) (laughs) miles definitely minos maybe like it's one like they're not real bro yes they they would they would kick my ass if we lived in fairy tale land where they existed but then i could also just draw myself as saitama and I could just fucking one-punch them. Like, what? It literally what is would be this? easy. It's just you without the hat. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> what is this? What? They, they would kick my ass in real in real life if uh, in if I said them to their face? I mean, yeah, but you know what? Would all, I would probably die if someone shot me. Like, what the fuck is this hypothetical shit? <laughs> if I go outside, I can get struck by lightning. Yeah. But you know I, I could also, do. but you know what? I could also be Shazam, and then and then where would you be if we're talking yeah. about fairy tale bullshit? <sighs> I I still think like when when now we have opened Pandora's box now when oh. with the whole fucking Les Linders thing. I remember there was this one dude who uh, who would comment on damn near every Les Linders video, and it would be a fucking. Um, retort. What? Retort. Like he was no. trying to like. It, 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 I was almost going to say like a whole Iliad of like oh. back and forth between me and this dude, because he would just continue to be like, "Oh, uh, like, uh, this isn't an issue because such and such." And I'm like, "Yes, it is because such and such." And it's funny how, like, I would always. Like, I'm, I'm not even trying to be, like, fucking cringy or anything right now, but I would always, like, own him with facts and logic! <laughs> um, and, and like, verifiable proof where he would be like, no, but what if this then? And, and like, we never got anywhere. And I remember, like, when I, I realized at one point that this person 
didn't know what the fuck they were doing because at one point they were like, man, the shit you draw is so fucked up. Like, you need to go to a mental hospital. And I'm like, I I don't, huh? I haven't (laughs) drawn, you're referring to a tile cut. That's not me, bro. Like, you, you have done so little research that you don't even know. Like, you didn't even watch the intro in which it says title card by Hugo Jundstrand. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> Imagine watching a video and not watching the video. That's what it's like going into the YouTube comment section. Sometimes, yeah. Man. I wish I had... Like, sometimes I wish but uh, that I had, like, opinions strong enough to make a video about. But then I look at your comment sections like, you know what? Maybe it's good that I don't feel too strongly about these kinds of things. Mm. I'm, I'm, I, I, I'm always one of those people who's like, who am I to judge when I haven't done shit yet? Which is honestly not the most fair thing to say because you can, like, have an opinion on something even if you don't make things yourself. But I'm yeah. also one of those people who's, like, really prideful of the things I do make. But it's like, but I feel like if you would tell me it's ass, I would say, yeah, I, th- I know it's ass, but I made it anyway. So, it's, it's one, like, I, there, there's definitely, for some reason, I don't think that like a movie critic or anything gets this, but I definitely feel like me as a webcomic reviewer have gotten a whole lot of, where's your comic if you have an opinion like this? And I think it was my friend Alex who at one point said, like, when you go to a restaurant, do you then have to be a chef to say that the food tastes bad? Yeah. Like, no. no. Yeah, it's like uh, a weird... It's like, that's always a weird thing. Like, you, you don't have to do the thing to, like, know what, what it is in and out if you really... If you, you can have the knowledge without being in, without being a creator, you know? Yeah. I, uh, I'm not gonna name the, the person because I honestly don't think that they deserve it. But I remember there was a person who tried to create their own uh, webcomic review thing. And uh, they made it specific, like very, very clear that they were uh, thinking uh, poorly of me. Because they were like, uh, and I know what I'm talking about because I am actually a webcomic creator. Unlike some people. And it's just like... Oh, I remember this. I remember this. <laughs> like... Yeah, yes, and that is why your web comic show uh, fucking bombed. Because uh, yes, you may be a, a web comic creator yourself, but you can articulate yourself worth uh, absolute fucking dark shit, and you have a personality worth of a shoe. But that's just me. <laughs> personality worth of a shoe. Not even like a not even like a Gucci shoe. It's like a like a used sketcher. It's a <laughs> yeah w- w- one where the light lights up just barely, like it, w- where you have to like turn off the lights and and like do the thing where you like do the binoculars with your hands yeah. and then like and then you like get real close and you can see light like that kind of sketches. Th- that's like the saddest shoe, bro. You are fucking a Healy shoe without the wheel. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just got sad thinking about that. <laughs> that is a rare insult if I've ever heard one. But it's a good one. It's a really good one. I gotta remember that. I, I fuck it. I'm making it the title of this podcast. 
A healing wheel without a shoe. <laughs> Wait, no. I had it backwards, but no, that's good too. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you're just the wheel. You're not even the shoe. <laughs> the shoe. <sighs> what the fuck? I love this. I love this podcast, bro. Uh, it's a fucking travesty. Do we have any questions, by the way? We actually have a lot. I was actually wondering if we can do three today because we got like a lot over the weekend. Sure. All right. So first one, it will. It's going to be like a quick one. So this one's from Shiza, and he's and he has two questions. What would you say makes a good video game for you? Also, have you played Fallout New Vegas? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I would say uh, the gameplay. Like, yeah, oh, I would say the gameplay too. Like uh, People are always like flipping out about graphics or story or music or anything like that. But like if I want good music, I'll listen to an album. If I want a, a story, I'll read a book. If, like, the, the thing I'm playing a video game for is the fucking, like, gameplay. And I know that's rich coming from a guy who loves Metal Gear. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately gameplay. Like... And yet... Uh, go on. Um, like, like, tacking on to that, and sorry for interrupting, because I think you were going to get into this, too. But it's like... When you, when you have games that where like the story is the main focus, they also use gameplay as like a medium to tell the story. Oh yeah, because like I know Metal Gear does that a lot. And like my favorite, sorry, mm-hmm. I haven't played as you know because I didn't have a PS, I didn't have a PlayStation growing up. Oh, yeah. But like uh like uh my favorite example is like Psycho Mantis. Because right. because like because like you pl- you have to plug it into the second controller, motherfucker reads your memory card disc. It's like. You're using the medium of a game to tell the story of how fucking wild and crazy this shit is. Like, it's, it's... Yeah, go ahead. I think there's a few people who does it like Kojima. Because there's... Um, I remember in, in PT, this is such a small little thing. But I feel like it, it, like when I noticed that, I really feel like it, it encapsulated just how much Kojima thinks about these things. Where it's like... Um, in PT, there's one point where you have to look through a hole in the wall and you're hearing this very, very, very visceral sound of someone getting stabbed to death in, like, basically on the uh, other side of the wall. Now, the thing is, you have to hold the button to keep looking through. And that is a very good, like, uh, that is such a, a good way of conveying that you are actually forcing yourself to look through. You have to... F- like, both you and the character you're playing are forcing yourselves to look through this. Mm-hmm. Um, they also did it with uh, with uh, the torture machine in Metal Gear Solid, where uh, you have to mash the button uh, to, to survive the torture, and you're going to get exhausted and tired as much as you can when you're like just pressing a button but it's a great way of putting you into the emotional and physical uh, mindset of what snake is feeling like and i feel that's fucking genius when you can bridge that gap so well which honestly that's the perfect way to say it because the way i was trying to say like you you just encapsulated it perfectly it's like when the gameplay serves to like serve the story in a video game it's fucking wild so ultimately yeah good makes a good video game make a really good gameplay yeah i also think uh, uh, plus there's also uh 
Yeah, a game that doesn't really get enough credit for this is uh, Del May Cry uh, 5. I'm going to spoil that real quick. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, when you first boot, uh, like when you first start playing that game for reals, because it starts media's res. So uh, like when you start the game for real, you're playing as Nero. And when you're playing, it has this um, kind of like slow drum and bass version of the Devil Trigger theme. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it, it actually takes a while before you actually get into real combat where they play uh, the Devil Trigger track, which obviously at that point had become super popular. Yeah. And then at the very end, you manage to actually pull said Devil Trigger. And when you do that, uh, you're, you're squaring off against uh, Virgil. And when you're looking at, and when you're just facing him, there's this very very um sad, uh, like somber uh, 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 violin track playing and then once you activate your devil trigger the camera zooms in on nero as he flips his finger high up in the air and screams out fuck you there's a f- huge sound explosion and you get the most hype electrified version of the devil trigger track and it's called silver bullet which is uh, another lyric part of uh, the Devil Trigger theme. And it's just like, you're now feeling that Nero has uh, has really just evolved. It, it's not just like the, the, the typical rock Devil Trigger track that you knew from, uh, like, so, where uh, you, know, you knew the rock music from, from Dante's track. Now mm-hmm. it's full-on electro, because now he's a person of his own. And they do that so well, with this, and that is the type of storytelling that you can only really do for video games. No, I that is so fucking cool. You know, what? I'm gonna see if I can borrow like my brother's copy of Villa May Five so I can have a chance at playing it. Because well, I really need to. Yeah, because I because I, I keep forgetting. Well, it's it's weird because like I I I keep right now I'm just playing through Bloodborne through because as my first yeah. PS4 game I'm getting my ass handed to me and I just beat Father Gascoin. It took me like what a month. That's fair. You know what? That's fair. I mean, to be like, I also want to put it out like I have not played video games much. Like the majority of games I've been playing, I've been like, I've been like digging up like my old Game Boy ROMs and I've been going through that. I've gone through like Boktai, which is another Kojima property. That game's fucking wild. Like Bokta, uh, we we got we got to talk about this at some point where you can go off about Metal Gear and I can talk about Bokta and how Kojima handles space vampires. Oh my god! You know what? I will gladly talk about that. What the fuck? <laughs> well, we'll have that be in another podcast yeah, when we yeah. do that. Yeah, but like, uh, I don't play a lot of video games that much, and I really should be doing it more. Bloodborne is fun because like it is, it's one of those punishing games, or it's like it makes you pay attention more and like i i love i love it's really fast and like it's when you get to when you get to a certain rhythm it's satisfying hmm. although it probably could be a lot harder because i am using a whip cane and as i'm going online i'm finding out people don't like the whip cane but yeah the whip cane is 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 the is the worst weapon yeah but i like it though it's cool it's cool like that's the weapon i started out with as well and then people were like bitch you don't even use the axe don't even fucking talk to me <laughs> i know uh, but anyway, um, yeah, I should, yet, I should get a chance to play. Absolutely, oh, and I, I, and I, I want you to give like a full rundown of how much you have played every time that you hop on the podcast. 
Uh, when I start playing, I'll definitely let you know. I'll make a day of it. Um, also, uh, yeah. yes, I have played Fallout New Vegas, and I think it's fine. Uh, I have started playing Fallout New Vegas because you bought it for me, Caesar. Thank you very much. It is it is pretty fun. I like it. I am not used to the VAT system because this is my first Fallout game, and I quickly finding out trying to go for a melee build does not make this game like Skyrim. It is very far harder than I was expecting. I can't just run and mash people. At least not right now. Apparently you can later. Yeah. But yeah, uh, that, that is my thing. Uh, next question we have from our dear friend Amokin. Oh. And she says, my peps, what is a good deed that you've done in your life that you never get to talk about that makes you feel really good? I'm giving you an excuse to humble brag. Let's inspire <laughs> good deeds. It makes us feel good in the end of these dark times. Amokin. Okay, um, there are... <laughs> now it just feels wrong to bring it out. Uh, there are several um, uh, webcomic creators who I have been in talks with when I was still a manager and had, like, a big disposable income, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, every now and again, and, it, and this isn't like what we talked about earlier, where it's like hint, hint, nudge, nudge, they were uh, confiding in me about uh, financial issues or something like that. And uh, I remember one person in particular, they were like, yeah, yeah, we really need like just this amount of money. And then like, otherwise we can't really make rent. And I was like, okay, um, can you tell me what is two plus two? And they're like, what? And I just trust me. What is two plus two? And they go, that's four. Oh, great. You have now provided me a service. Uh, I'm gonna PayPal you the the amount as a, a fa- uh, like as a compensation for that service. We have now done a trade. You do not have to like that way. You got a, around like certain tax things. Apparently, you have in America or something. Yeah. And so, and so uh, like I have probably I don't have a number on it, so I'm not even gonna try. But I've I've donated a lot of money. Uh, uh, in private to various different uh, uh, comic creators who I knew ha- uh, needed it where I didn't. That's really, honestly, really sweet. It makes my thing sound so dumb in comparison, but I like, but that's still really cool. Um, well, what, what did you do? Okay, this is just a very small, very very tiny thing, but like this, I was like, I want you to imagine young super weeb high school cloudy going to his first anime convention and the first thing i do is like i go to like the artist alley and i buy a bunch of buttons so i and i put them in my hat because you know cloudy does that Mm. um uh, so i'm sitting in the panel and there's like this little kid i don't notice her at first but she's like sitting behind me and she's like staring at my hat really like googly eye because she liked the pins on it and like the and I'm having fun at the panel. It's really cool and interesting. I'm getting up from my chair. It's over, and I hear this little girl behind me going Ashiwa Ashiwa because I bought like the Gen Five Pokemon pins on my hat. And mm. like I see her like jumping up and down, excited at seeing her favorite Pokemon. I guess I'm like, oh, you like this? And I just I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I just took the button off my hat and I gave it to her. I was like, here you go. And because like I wasn't gonna tell her to point to the artist alley because like she's 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 like small baby. I don't yeah. even think she's allowed to buy things. Like, here, take it. It's all good. And she was so... And, like, the look on her face was so happy. It, it just made, it made me smile. Yeah, I felt like I did a good thing that day. 
I'm uh, my uh, stepsister likes to tease me about this one thing I wa- uh, once did for her, where um, I, I I think I mentioned it in passing before, but my stepdad used to be extremely strict, and yeah. it was basically like a military household where uh, you know you do what you fucking like are told to do. And so at one point she was told to do the laundry and it was like a big fucking, like, like again, I lived in a house with seven people. So like, mm-hmm. s- that's a lot of laundry. And so uh, she had to hang that up because it was like her turn to do it. And I don't recall what it was. I think she was preparing for an exam or something. So she didn't have the, uh, the time to do it. And uh, the, the laundry, um, what, what, what's it called? What, what you hang your laundry on? Like a uh, coat hanger? Yeah, no, no, yeah. coat hanger. Um, I I just call them hangers. I don't know if there's another word for it. Like it's it's a it's a little stand that you whip out and then you hang it on that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, that that one was placed outside of my room, and so I remember I had to go to the bathroom or something, and I walk out and I see that this one is still empty. She has not hung up the the laundry, and so I was like, you know what, um. I, I'm just gonna do it, and I didn't, and I didn't tell anyone about it, and uh, I, uh, and so you know, I, I hang up all the laundry. It takes me like an hour or so, and then um, later, uh, my uh, my stepdad uh, comes in and is like, "Did you hang up the laundry that your sister was supposed to do?" I'm like, no, 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 no. I think she did it. Is it is it done? Like you know, played dumb, and uh, and and she still and. She realized that someone else had done it, and it, there was there, there was only really one who was awake at the time, and that was me. So she still teases me about how I played fucking superhero at that point, where it's like, no, I I didn't do anything. What hmm, me? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's the little moments like that that are just pro. That shows how good of a person you are. Like, oh, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to flatter you, but that's like that's just legitimately wholesome and i love it well uh, like mo said it was time to humble break <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um and the last one i'm actually going to choose is we got this this morning and it's actually really interesting this one's from uh mr shane o'brien and he says, Dear Riser and Cloudy, been enjoying the podcast, love listening to them while I do some drawing. I have for you dumb, two dumb questions, lol. First question, the not-so-fun question. With the argument about personal taste versus rules and storytelling when it comes to online reviews and works of media games, comics, and shows, do you worry that a bad written stories like Last Linda's or Blizzard Games and online reviews like Movie Bob and Lily Orchard, who act as their opinions on movies and shows of facts... This is a long question. Are fact... They act like their opinions are fact, and what's not their cup of tea will say it's bad and act like it's not set in stone or blah blah blah. With them having a large following, do you worry that they might influence people who are interested in writing stories or take the advice to heart? Do you think bad reviewers are making bad stories? Is what, he's, is what that question boiled down to. Mm, kind of, yes. This bit, I don't recall... Both yes and no. I feel like the uh, the people who ultimately want to create a story, uh, create their own thing, are gonna create their own thing, and that's when you're gonna get like the the good shit. Uh, there's definitely like there are people who will follow the the norm and expectations, um, 
like to the letter. Um, so like they will be told, no, this thing is bad, and they will adhere to it, not even understanding why it's bad. They're just gonna assume that it's bad uh, or good, um, and that's when you end up with shit like um, uh, like David Cage games or something, where it's like. Mm. Uh, no, no thought was put into this. This was just uh, like I did what what I thought people wanted at this time. Um, there, there, there's definitely been cases where you could see like a trend of things, mm-hmm. I, and I even think like uh, we are in one now where it's like uh, horror movies needs to make you uh, angsty rather than it needs to like I re- like. The alien uh, and aliens are fucking some of my most favorite movies like my favorite movie of all time is the thing and it's like this one is like one that fills you with existential dread but it's also a funny movie like there's 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 bits of like with the character interactions when they interact with each other where it's like they say some fucking hilarious shit uh, but it feels like today horror movies are all about the, the, like being depressive and angsty and uh, shot in an awkward way to make you feel like, oh, this is awkward, rather than like do something that's just like uh, th- where it doesn't make you uncomfortable to to with the way it's shot, but more like what it is actually portraying, mm-hmm. and uh, and like that that is a trend you can see in a lot of uh, horror movies, both popular and indie ones. And I think that's because uh, certain people have come out and said, "Oh no, the way these things are shot is uninspired." And um, so, so yeah, I definitely feel like you can tell that they, that there are certain creators who who unfortunately uh, leave their mark. Uh, but I ultimately think that it all comes down to. Um, mainstream, like what is what 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 do people like to see now, rather than like one online creator who said something. Uh, but then again, and I don't know I'm going on a, a while here, but um, you have uh people like uh, Nostalgia Critic, um, mm-hmm. and and Channel Awesome, where they have fucking poisoned the well. When it comes to online creators, mm-hmm. uh, luckily we're slowly like branching off from that now. But uh, and I, and I can and I can attest to this because I I used to drink from that poison well, which was that online creators needs to be uh, frothing uh, around the mouth over the smallest thing, and they need to be overly critical. They need to only give shit. Uh, without ever complimenting anything. And I understand that that is one of the major differences between a critic and a reviewer. I think that people still don't understand because they think that there's only a thing like critics uh, if you're online, which mm. is not the case. Um, and then like you have uh, people like Linkara, who wasn't uh, a critic. He he branded himself as a reviewer and his his stuff was also just criticism. And it's like... That that poisoned the well on what online creators could and should be, and uh, I'm glad that more and more people are now like branching out of that. I like that. Like, no, I think your gut. I, I think your logic is as sound as it can possibly get. Because 
I, I was having the same thoughts because I'm thinking about this question. And like, while there is, you kind of summed it up in the beginning, where you, there's going to be a lot of people, re- good reviewers, bad reviewers or not, even if you have a lot of big followings, even if you do end up uh, adjusting something, uh, people are just kind of fucking... They're gonna. They're either gonna do their own thing anyway, despite what they're going to do, or they're going to like listen to this wholehearted, and then they're gonna be another thing. Uh, it's this thought where just because they there there's gonna be an, a more of a bigger avenue for like bad content, that does not invalidate or erase the good content because the good content's still out there. It's gonna be harder to find, I suppose, if you're talking about sheer volume. But fucking, it's it's still gonna be out there. There's not gonna it's not gonna be we're not gonna be in like this bit dystopia where we're all good content's phased out and everything's gonna be samey. There's always gonna be like the weird off niche thing and kind of like what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. There's no media that's ever gonna be perfect. Liking something goodness is kind of subjective. What you like is gonna be completely different to someone else likes. And uh, something about the Nostalgia Critic that I actually find notice where he inadvertently did something good. Uh, do, do you know about hit, about Nostalgia Critic's uh, the, uh, the Wall review? Oh, yeah. Apparently, that's opened the doors. Like, I haven't seen these myself, but, like, um, it's opened the doors for adult animation to do a room-like, uh, the wall, I keep saying the room, the wall-like sequence, because like because during the trial, everything gets super fucking tricky, and there's, and there's, like, a guy in a ragdoll thing. And, like, there's two homages where, like, it comes to mind. There's, like, the sequence in Bojack Horseman, where he's, like, having a dream sequence, and everything's going slowly, getting more and more chaotic as he's dealing with his own depressive emotions. Oh, yeah, that one's fucking right. Yeah, that one, like, I have, to, I still have to watch Bojack Horseman, but, like, when the comparison was being made, I'm like, huh, that's pretty fucking cool. I, I, like, I will uh, say the, 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 the court part of the wall there is apparently done by a person who is really, 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 really into child torture. Ah. At least in, in the fiction, at least, but it's, like, it's a pro- uh, prominent theme in literally every creation they've made. Mm. I think I think Deadwing Deadwing Dog has like a video about it. I'm gonna have to watch that then. His whole yeah. that, mm. but like a another thing where it's like um the, the thing I was gonna bring up like a what was that what's that ha- Vivzy Pop thing uh hell of a boss they actually do uh, in the last episode they did they kind of do their own the wall kind of sequence where one of the characters is being thrown around like a rag doll being forced to confront their own anxieties and shit and like just having to process it in their own twisted way. And I think like, I kind of want to give the credit to Nostalgia Critic because like the, like the wall was always this, I keep saying the room, fuck. But like the wall, it's kind like because the critic misunderstood it so fucking hard. Now the wall is more popular than it's ever been. And it's kind of making its breakthrough into like animation so we kind of inadvertently did a good thing even if it was trying to discredit the whole thing so like even if you have a bad reviewer shitting on a thing some good may come out of it yeah. who fucking knows I, I, w- I will also say that uh I, I had a point to make about the whole um on- online uh, like people saying oh this is bad and 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 
and then like people taking that as as a as gospel. There's definitely like I I haven't watched Lily Orchard's video. Uh, I can uh, infer that they are not very good, but uh, I can imagine that even they have something where it's like, um, like oh, okay, that is true, um, mm-hmm. and and I think that like the a good creator will be able to go in and and discern like what of this is personal like like what is the what what of what is what this person is saying is just this person's personal bias and what of this is actually factual poor like creation like uh oh i don't like mora from les lindas that's uh, that's 100% personal and uh, and cuz there are people who will like mora uh, typically because of her huge tits but um then there's things where they where it's like oh the creator straight up forgot that prism blew up it's like <laughs> that one is is not up to debate that is 100% just a fucking flaw that is them like not keeping track of their own fucking law that is, that will always be bad yeah. but characters like mora may not always be bad and i think a good creator will be able to discern like what of this is the critic or reviewers personal bias and what of this is actually factual like an issue and i think the the good creators are the ones who will actually go in and try and think about that like okay what is it that makes this bad do i agree like if i take the the adoration or 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 whatever i have for this online reviewer creator thing if i take that completely out of the picture do i agree with this statement Yes, no, maybe so, and then like why? And once you start asking those questions, then you have done yourself a great service uh, because that that makes you also realize why certain things are bad and why sometimes certain things aren't bad. No, I get it. That's pretty much it. <laughs> like. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I I kind of got stuck thinking about like the last Linda's review and I think it's like really like that that review is fascinating because like your complaints with Las Linda's wasn't just tearing into it it was this all the pieces are there for a really great story but there's something that fucks it up horribly that stops my enjoyment and I think that's incredibly fascinating yeah. and using more as an example like I can agree with you because like. Like, like you know, big tits aside, if we just take like the character traits for Mora, there is so much in her to be for like the potential to be like a really fascinating character. Where you know she's like someone stooping to the low out of like desperation and becomes like kind of like a villain esque kind of character and does really yeah. shady things out of like it all comes down to like sincere love for her family because she loves the farm because her mom like started it that's like you know villainy coming from a good place and then slowly through like you know the the the, the notion of having like a family surrounding you picking you out of that villainy and then coming a good person because of it that's like 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 in terms of anime shit that i that's my fucking crack okay and i live for that yeah but it's like all the pieces are there to have it 
But, like, the the way it's executed and the way some things are done, it just, like, you know, two steps forward and a triple backflip back. It's like, bro, fucking, you, you, do, you don't even say it's just bad because I don't like it. It's like you even say, I am so close to liking it and that's why I hate it. And yeah. I think that's, when, when, when someone who's actually trying to listen critically to finish their work, they can actually pick up on that, especially. Because I think that was a big thing you were trying to put off. It's like, hey, use this as a learning tool. I yeah. am so close to liking this. If you want to do this, fucking listen. Because, like, if you want to do this, you can make Mora, and you can make Mora that I like. And that's, like, perfect. That's, like... I think that's the best way to get that kind of criticism. Like, e- like even if someone completely vehemently disagrees with everything and they, like, focus on all the positives. I mean, if there's a lot of things that you missed or a lot of things that you didn't understand or whatever, there's, like, even if there's a whole bunch of mirrored reason where you, valid reason you don't disagree, you can still, as long as you can still take some sort of value from what you're saying and apply it constructively... Even if you do or don't agree with it, I think that's like the best you can get out of a reviewer. Never take advice like that wholesale. No. I'm not saying like you have to like put in like the effort to like read between the lines. Oh, what does this mean? But it's more like take everything with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, especially me. Like, if I say, "Oh my god, fucking Made in the Abyss is the worst fucking garbage fire in the world." Uh, don't believe his lies. <laughs> I was about to say no. Uh, like, <laughs> like if if you uh, I what I give you is, and that is why it's always like highlighted at the beginning of the video is that it's a per- based on personal taste and personal preferences. Mm-hmm. So, like, if what I'm discussing sounds like something, hey, and maybe this is actually not that bad, and you didn't want to go check it out, absolutely go and fucking check it out. This is just like my, my, my personal opinion and it's more like a buyer beware kind of thing where it's like, hey, I had this experience, but who knows? Maybe you would have your own. So again, absolutely base your own opinion and like you can always use a review or a criticism or something as a reference tool, but ultimately make your own decisions. Yeah. I think that's what it all boils down to. Like, yeah. We can we can say that bad reviewers are poisoning the well for good creations, but at the same time, you're not going to invalidate a good creation because more bad shits out there. But even then, a good creator will take whatever review they're finding and get the criticism out of it. Whether it, and they they'd be able to sort out the vitriol from the actual good shit. Yeah. So you don't have the the idea is just like never take everything wholesale never take everything at face value always think critically if you're going to be creative and that's what it all boils down to absolutely uh there is a second question that's a little fu- he said this and the fun question if you had the job to remake two f- bad web comics you review and two oh no, wait which two will that be and how we make them better and i feel like that's an easy one to answer because just watch the reviews cuz you say that during your reviews, how you'd make it better. Uh, if there's two bad comics, I would... Like, if I had the ability and and was paid to do it, because I'm fuck if I'm doing that for free, mm-hmm. uh, if I could sit down and, and fix two comics that uh, that I have reviewed, it would be Made in Abyss and Las Lindas. Because, mm-hmm. like we've been over before, there's absolutely things in here... <laughs> That can not just work, but can be fucking amazing. 
if you just didn't shit the bed. And so uh, I, I like that would just be a fucking easy paycheck because like the groundwork is there, we can fucking fix this shit. Like honestly, I mean, I never reviewed any of these comics, so I don't know if I can answer. But like, I think you'd do the best job with those two. Amandabis is easy; just get rid of the fucking human toilet and like all the weird fetishy stuff. And isn't that and, and isn't pace that out the, the violence, and then you're good. Isn't that kind of what the anime was doing? It, they were doing that a lot. Uh, like, um, they were doing uh, something to make it less overtly sexual. There was still, like, uncomfortably sexual stuff in there. Uh, but uh, most of the time when it was displayed, it was uh, sometimes, like, a, a more of a, of a joke thing. Whereas with the comic, it had the, one of those things where I'm sure that you've seen, like, like when you were reading Bleach in between chapters, there's just, like, the, the, the artist flexing with a quick little illustration or something. Yeah. Uh, Maiden, Maiden Abyss would have that with, like, one of the, the little kids hanged up in Shibari bondage. And it's like, okay, mm. like, it's not even as a joke anymore. This is just blatant, like, for, for titillating. Like, fuck me. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Like that's made in abyss thing. Just like s- s- scrub that out, or like, or like I don't know, make narrative weight to it. Like get rid of the middle bumpers, because uh. Well, for Lost Linda's, it's like, yeah, all the groundwork's fucking there. Just like focus more bits on the lore, keep things consistent. Like, ah, fuck out. Like I don't even give a shit about the cheesecake at this point. Like if you want to no. keep that in, go go yeah. the fuck ahead. Fucking keep but that in if you want. J- just like fucking, you know, keep things a little more, like keep things consistent. Go back and read a couple things. Like make sure you have your lore intact. Like don't have characters flip flopping. Like, like I, I, I haven't read the comic in a while, but uh, like if you read uh, UberQuest, for example, mm-hmm. uh, the, that one show, like you can absolutely have fucking a lot of cheesecake as long as it doesn't like detract from the actual plot and. Uh, and from what I can remember of UberQuest, again, I haven't read it in a while, was that they managed to balance that pretty fucking well. Yeah. It just, uh, like, um, just because just cause you want you want to, like, jump on some cow tits, we're not going to, like, make fun of you for that specifically. Just or maybe make the plot good. Well, maybe, maybe a little bit. But, like, just, you know, make it consistent. Make it a story. Yeah. That's all we ask. Don't have a fucking sad scene where someone's like, oh, God, my life is falling apart. And then you just have tits on screen. Like, th- th- there's a time to yeah, have the titties and, 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 and just don't fuck that up. Yeah, just... Uh, you don't, you don't got to flash the ass while someone's having an emotional breakdown. No. Or dying, like in fucking High School of the Dead. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Oh god, that was a thing. That was indeed a thing. Anyway, if you guys want to send questions to our webcast, please send your all questions to webcastrelief at gmail.com. That's webcastrelief at gmail.com. Ah, <laughs> uh, this was a good stream. I'm happy. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna well, to well it wasn't a stream. Well, yeah, you know, you're right, you're right. It was not a stream because Solidarity... Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, I, I guess we should like ping everybody in the server and be like, "Hey, 
Fucking, we, we're, we're doing this one offline today. You're still getting a podcast, but it's not streamed. We're done. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to figure out how I'm going to do that, uh, like posting it on YouTube. We'll have to see. Um, but for now, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.